Chapter 1 In the Air On Board Brenda Below them, the world burned. Monsters roamed the land, and the dead fed on the flesh of the living. Terror and death was the order of the day for the human race. But for the moment, we were safe in the skies above Michigan. How are they? I asked Susan. Closing the cockpit door behind her when she entered the cockpit, my love breathed a deep sigh of relief. We finally got them settled in. All things considered, they're doing okay. The ones we rescued from those bastards are in rough shape. Some are already presenting signs of serious PTSD. But the girls are taking good care of them. She finished, dropping into the co-pilot's seat. How's Andy? I asked, toggling the autopilot and turning my chair to look at Susan. It had been a long time since I'd seen someone so beautiful and strong in the flesh. That is one tough kid, Susan replied. I could see the stress and energy finally draining from her features right before my eyes. It wouldn't be long before she was sound asleep. He helped me get things situated back there. By the way, Frank, what the hell happened to your plane? It looks like someone took a can opener to the back. I laughed despite myself. What's so funny? Susan asked, her beautiful eyebrow arced. You're not too far from the truth, I answered, twisting my head to the side and enjoying the sensation of it popping. It had been a long day. There were three of them, and they messed up Brenda's roof pretty bad in the back. <laughs> Who's Brenda? Susan asked, not even bothering to fight back the snort of laughter escaping her. My plane, I muttered, feeling heat racing to the surface of my pale skin. For everything that makes you unique and awesome, Frank, you're still a guy at heart, she said, placing a hand on my knee and grinning. Then she added a little more somberly, Do you have any idea how long I've dreamed of actually seeing you? I can imagine, I said, smiling sadly. She squeezed my knee. What's happening, Frank? I've been racking my brain, and all of this sounds like something from a really bad disaster porn from the 90s. It's much worse than that, I answered straightening myself and placing my hand on top of hers. It's the end of the world, Susan. Or it will be if we can't stop it. We? She asked, looking and sounding stunned. What do you mean by we, Frank? We're just people. I've been alive a long time, Susan. I laughed. This isn't my first rodeo, as the saying goes. I'm completely confused, Frank. She sighed before continuing in a small, exhausted voice. In the last few days, I've watched the world become destroyed, fought zombies, watched good friends die, and killed murderous bastards intent on raping and imprisoning innocent people. Please just tell me what's happening. I'm not entirely sure, Susan, but it's been in motion for longer than I've been alive. I replied, then added darkly, maybe longer than the human species has been around. Shock filled Susan's face, but was quickly covered by a descending veil of cold logic. 
Okay. There are things happening no one could have ever imagined. I need those details. But first, tell me you can fight this. Please tell me we can win. Tell me this isn't the swan song of our species. Your species, I said before I could stop myself. Don't you ever say that again, Susan said icily, pulling her hand from my knee. I've known you most of my life. If you really love me, you will never say you're not human again. You are a man. The best man I've ever known. Never talk down about yourself. Not in my presence. Not ever. I'm sorry, I said, looking up at her. It's just hard to break a habit of several lifetimes. Well, try, she said, this time allowing warmth to enter her voice. 